Welcome to the Agency Profit Podcast, a show dedicated to going deep space on agency operations, which is just as nerdy as it sounds. I'm your host, Marcel Petipoff. I'm the CEO of Parakeeto, a firm that helps digital and creative agencies measure and improve their profitability. Join me as I interview some of the smartest thought leaders and agency owners in our space and go deep into operations, metrics, and all the other things you need to get right so you can spend less time worrying about operations and more time executing on your vision. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Agency Profit Podcast. I am very excited to introduce you to our next guest. This is uh, the kind of person I would call an OG in the agency space. He's been in the game for quite some time, 35 years running his business. He is the founder of Duct Tape Marketing, the author of more books than I think I can count, Duct Tape Marketing, Duct Tape Selling, The Commitment Engine, SEO for Growth, The Referral Engine, and has a new book coming out as well, The Self-Reliant Entrepreneur, 366 Daily Meditations to Feed Your Soul and Grow Your Business. He's also the founder of the Duct Tape Marketing Consultant Network. He's been featured in a TED Talk, and he's just been in the game forever. I'm sure you've heard his name if you're running an agency today. It's John Jantz. John, thanks so much for being with us today. Well, thanks for having me, Marcel. I'm, I'm afraid not everyone has heard my name, so I'm always welcome the exposure. <laughs> well, it's a pleasure to have you here, and I'm excited to dive into you know, the topic that you've kind of brought forward, which is becoming more important to your clients. Obviously, as we record this today, there is unprecedented circumstance in the market, and I'm sure a lot of agencies have unfortunately been on the other end of the cost-cutting measures that some of their clients have had to go into. What are some of the other aspects, you know, from a profitability perspective that um, really carry a lot of weight when it comes to maintaining those long-term relationships with clients? Well, it's funny you mentioned, you know, the the global health crisis. You know, definitely has had a lot of people scrambling to make changes and to you know assess where they are and you know, kind of think, well, should we be remaking ourselves? And I will tell you that in, in my experience, the, the consultants who, uh, who were working with, A, the right clients, people that really should be working with, the people that really valued what they did, the people that were profitable, had a much easier time kind of leaning into those folks and saying, okay, how can we help you now? <laughs> you know, what do, yeah. what do we need to be doing? How do we need to be showing up for you to help you navigate this? Um, and that sort of trusted relationship, you know, allowed them to, to maybe work on stuff, you know, help them write the response to their customers, you know, help them do the things that maybe, maybe weren't about growth, you know, that a lot of people focused on, but were more, much more about uh, staying true to their brand. Um, and that, so, so this idea of, of getting closer to our customers, I think it's been amplified right now, but it's always been a good practice, uh, certainly. Um, I mentioned kind of the, the, the first piece of this uh, really is working with the right clients. I mean, where I see a lot of organizations get in trouble, particularly from a profitability standpoint, quite frankly, is, is just kind of saying, you know, if you buy accounting service, I always love to use my accountants as, as examples, you know, if you have, <laughs> you need to do taxes, you know, we're, we're right for you, right? I mean, and, and that's kind of the, you know, the catch-all. I don't want to turn anybody away. We want to, we want to show that we're comprehensive, you know, and, and of course, nothing could be, you know, farther from the truth. I mean, you know, and what I do is I actually get them to list their clients. Um, and a lot of times it will be clients or services or segments, you know, or something, but, you know, it's so, so funny how, you know, typical small business, at least, uh, when they do that exercise, and I, and I tell them rank them by profitability, you know, they realize 
15, 20, sometimes 30% of the clients that we're working with, we shouldn't be. You know, we're not making any money or worse, <laughs> they're, they've become detractors because we hate dealing with them anyway because, you know, we used to do that, but we don't do that really anymore. And, but we've just kind of hung on to them. And so now they're out there, out there telling the world how bad we are and we're, you know, and we're losing money on them. <laughs> so that's kind of step one. If I'm an agency that's in a position where I feel like I got a lot going on, I'm working really hard, but the, but the bottom line's not that strong and I'm, I'm churning clients over. I'm constantly having to chase down new ones. Step one is think about who do you actually want to work with? Maybe go through this exercise. Once I've figured out who I want to work with, you know, what's the next step to building those, those better relationships with those clients? So it's not just who you want to work with, you know, it's who you're suited to work with. I mean, I, I got to the point where I could look at a business and say, I can, I can deliver value to you instantly. I know exactly how to help you. I mean, so that's, you know, that's part of the equation as well. Um, so, so once you have that, and like I said, it's typically the top 20%, it's the ones that you are getting results for. It's the ones that, you know, that are actor actually really enjoying working with you and vice versa. So after you figure that out, uh, one of the things that, that, you know, a lot of businesses underestimate is that what we think is, you know, our strong thing that we do, you know, may not be what the client values. And so, you know, why do they love us? You know, what, what is it about what we do that, you know, that, that they keep coming back, you know, for more. And, and I would challenge most business owners to, to say that you don't know what it is um, that, you know, your clients do. Um, and you need to actually, you know, have honest heart to heart conversations with them about it because it's probably not what you think it is. Okay. So we've talked about identifying not only who you want to work with, but also who you're best suited to work with in terms of meeting an unmet need, finding a problem that you know you can solve, that you're competent um, in that area that you can get results for. So once we've dialed that in, how do we go about architecting a delightful experience and a great relationship into the business? A lot of what we try to do is to say, okay, this is, this is what we're seeing in the reviews. You know, this is what they say you do that they love. How can we do that better? You know, how can we formalize that? Because, you know, a lot of times what people do, the companies, you know, that their customers say they love, it's just, you know, it's just who they are. You know, it's like, yeah, well, of course we return phone calls. You know, that's just my mom said you were supposed to do, you know, keep your promises, you know, stuff like that. Well, so, you know, how do you actually take that now and just make that the central, you know, theme of serving your customers? Um, and in a lot of cases, what it means is how can we do more? How can we give them a better experience? How can we give them more touches? You know, those types of things, um, but do it in a, in a way that we can, um, that we can systemize so that, that it's not just a, hey, we'll do it when we think about it. It's, you know, it's part of the DNA. It's part of the process. It's part of the, you know, the campaign. Um, and, and that what I found is that if you, if you could figure out who those ideal customers are, spend all of your energy on, on serving them better, um, lead generation takes care. Do you want some free resources to help you measure and improve your profitability? If you do, then I want to tell you about our agency profitability toolkit, which you can grab absolutely free in the show notes or by heading to parakeeto.com forward slash toolkit. It's packed with training videos, cheat sheets, templates, and all kinds of other great resources to help you start measuring and improving the essential metrics that are going to drive better profitability in your business. And it's helped thousands of other agencies around the world do the same. So I want to encourage you to go and grab a copy of that. And if you'd rather get in the fast lane and just have our team of experts guide you through the process of measuring and improving your profitability, then I want to encourage you to apply for a consultation 
at parakeeto.com. With that, I want to thank you again for tuning in. I hope you enjoy the episode and I'll let you get back to it. So many people that I talk to, you know, their biggest qualm, their biggest gripe with their agency is they never have any idea what's going on and they feel like they're constantly having to pull updates out of them. Whereas if you can lay out a roadmap and say, here's where we are today, here's where we're going to be next week, and here's what you can expect from us after that. It just alleviates so much of that uncertainty because often, I'm, I'm sure you've seen this thousands of times, these are big investments for your clients to make, and that's where a lot of that tension is coming from. And the process has so much value in illuminating that for them. Yeah, and I, and I found that the, the problem with not setting proper expectations is that you, in some ways you can never do enough You know, yeah. at that point. It's because they don't know what to expect, and so consequently, you know, people, people complain about scope creep. Well, scope creep ha- happens because you haven't set expectations because you haven't said, here's, here's not only what we're going to do, but here's the key. Here's why this is important for you, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. and, you know, that, and here's why we're doing it. And then just, as you said, I mean, we have a process where we, you know, we do, uh, we do weekly catch-ups, we do monthly results reviews, and we do quarterly strategic planning. I mean, they know they're going to get that, you know, uh, that process. And so that, you know, that keeps them in the loop Um, that keeps them going. Oh yeah. You know, cause you know, so many times agencies are out there going, well, you know, the phones were getting off the hook. We're getting you all these leads, you know, but all the client sees is the invoice, (laughs) you know? So, so we're constantly in that sort of defensive mode. And so, um, you know, get proactive, you know, you, you, I always tell uh, consultants in our network that, um, you, you know, you have to keep reselling your clients. I mean, that's kind of part of your job is, you know, show them, show them the results you got, you know, make sure that you're, you know, that you're showing them, you know, the value of, of every dollar they're spending. Um, and, you know, after a while, um, you know, there's so much trust there that, uh, that they're not even, you know, they're not even concerned about it. Anymore. Mm, I love it. I, I want to dive into one last question, which is, you know, what are some of the examples that, you know, if I'm sitting here, I'm listening to the podcast, I'm thinking, okay, I got to get better at delivering on what my clients value than anybody else in the world. What are some examples from, you know, your anecdotal experience of what that might look like? Sure. So, so first, before I answer that, I'll I'll tell you the process of how we discover what those are. Um, We use, um, you know, a lot of people are familiar with the marketing funnel, of course, been around with us forever. Um, I created about 15 years ago something I call the marketing hourglass. Um, and if you think about an hourglass shape, it, it borrows certainly from the funnel shape, um, you know, that kind of goes down to that skinny part, but then it expands again. Um, and I think so many people think marketing's over when somebody says yes, or somebody agree, you know, agrees to, to, to buy something or worse yet says, send me a proposal. Um, you know, that, that that's where marketing ends. Um, and so for us, there, there, there are seven stages. There are no like trust, try, buy, repeat and refer. And that, you know, our job as marketers is to figure out, you know, how, you know, how our clients are, how our prospects are in each of those stages and what we need to do to guide them, to move them to the next stage. Now, most people think in terms of, you know, the linear path of no, like, trust, you know, and so that's like, what email do we need to send? What ad do we need to run, right, to, to get people to find us? What we do is we actually start backwards. And we say, look, if we were going to, uh, if we were going to set as a goal that 100% of our clients referred us what would they have to be thinking, feeling, doing, you know, 60, 90, whatever, 120 days after they become a customer? You know, what would they have to do, you know, 30 days after if they were going to consider retaining us? You know, what would have to happen when they said yes, 
that, that made them so thrilled that, you know, there was no buyer's remorse, you know, at the moment of, of sale. And, and when we work kind of backwards that way, what we find is, is companies completely re-engineer the experience that they're giving because it's, it's, it's obvious usually the gaps, you know, that, that are there in, you know, oh, they signed the order and then we send them over to Betty, you know, and, and we're not really sure what Betty does over there, you know, to, to onboard them. Um, and, and so, you know, we, we've actually, you know, people hire us to do marketing and they think what they're going to get is a new website and we actually re-engineer their entire company uh, because everything in a, in a small business, at least, is marketing, um, you know, and, and, you know, a lot of companies underestimate that. And, and we've found that if we, if we work backwards from the experience, then, you know, everything we do is going to have more impact. So there you have it. Start at the, what needs to be true for this outcome to happen and start to work back. That's a great way to start to uncover some of those critical questions and critical milestones that need to be hit and start to get an understanding of how to hit them. I love that. That's a, such an insightful way to think about it. Well, and it came, it came to me actually because I, I developed this process years ago, but I would always start with no and like, and I did a lot of group workshops and, and you know, things over the years. Um, and I found people would just run out of energy by the time they'd get kind of to the middle of it. And so I was like, you know, all the, all the real gold is in, you know, the customer experience. And so we started walking backwards and, you know, so when we start with referrals, you know, most people tell you, well, we don't do anything. You know, they have people, we do good work for people and they like us and they talk about us and we get it, you know, the accidental referral happens. Um, yeah. But, you know, it, I wrote an entire book called The Referral Engine on just that uh, piece of the hourglass because it, it is, you know, it's mind boggling to me that, that something in the neighborhood of 87% of small businesses claim that the majority of their new business comes by word of mouth or referral, and yet mm -hmm. none of them do anything about it. And so this this has been uh, certainly a masterclass, and I would be remiss if I didn't uh, let everybody know that's listening. If you're listening to this and you're like, I need more of this guy, scroll down to the show notes, we'll have a link to the Duct Tape Marketing website, so you can go and check that out, as well as other places where you can follow John and Duct Tape and everything he's doing there. Um, so to summarize, we talked about finding the customers that are a great fit that you want to work with and also that have a problem that you know you're really really good at solving we talked about reverse engineering how you can deliver more value to that client than anyone else in the world and then we talked about locking that in to make it predictable by procedurizing it building process around it and then finally making sure that on the back end of that, you're getting those referrals and that's how we start this flywheel. So with all of that, John, any final words of, words of advice for the listeners that are looking to level up their game in terms of building long lasting, valuable relationships with their clients? Well, I, you know, my, uh, my advice of late has been, you know, the, the, the greatest way to uh, add is to subtract, <laughs> um, mm -hmm. you know, do less. Think about doing less. Don't chase every opportunity. It's really, you know, especially more on the more entrepreneurial you are, the more you're going to see like every opportunity to sell something to somebody else. Um, and you just, you know, you're, you're, you're hurting, you know, if, if you're one of those businesses out there that's been kind of flat revenue for 10 years, I mean, you're making a living, you know, you're, 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 you know, you're paying the bills, but it's just been hard to grow. You know, I, I, I can almost guarantee um, narrowing your, the, your focus to your best clients and then going about serving them better uh, will, will kind of break you through that ceiling. 
Well, there you have it, folks. If you're listening, uh, let us know what your biggest insight from the show was. Reach out, leave a comment, send us a message. We'd love to hear from you. And with all that, John, thank you so much for taking the time to be on the show today. Hey, thanks so much for tuning in to today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it. And if you've ever found yourself thinking, man, I get so much value from this podcast. I wish there was something I could do to return the favor. Well, today's your lucky day because you can leave us a review wherever you're listening to this. And it is incredibly helpful. Of course, if you haven't grabbed a free copy of the Agency Profit Toolkit, go and get that. It's got tons of free resources to help you improve your profitability. If you're looking to get in the fast lane and get help from experts to improve your profitability and measure your most important metrics, then apply for a consultation at parakeeta.com. We'd love to chat with you and figure out how we can help. With all of that, thank you so much for being a listener, and we will see you on the next episode.
pleasure.